This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. This is Orson Welles. Tonight, the Mercury Wonder Show is pitching its tents at the Los Angeles Port of Embarkation in Wilmington. And right here, I'm sorry to have to make this announcement. Uh, but the guest star we originally planned to have with us tonight just wasn't available at this time, so we had to take somebody else. I know this is a big disappointment to you, but it just couldn't be helped. So appearing with us tonight instead of Bela Lugosi is Lana Turner. Please. Uh, Thanks for taking it like this. You fellas are really good sports. Well, I know why you feel this way about Lana. I guess you heard what a good job she's been doing playing all the army camps. And not only just the big ones. Last week, Lana played a camp so small, the CO was an acting PFC. Well, we had a nice trip. We had a nice trip coming down here to the camp tonight. The officers were swell, particularly Colonel Herbert. We were very flattered... We've never had a colonel come to Hollywood to escort us to the camp before. Of course, we've never had Lana Turner on the program before. <laughs> I sat in the front of the car, and the colonel sat in the back next to Lana. It's the first time I've ever seen a colonel with barbecued eagles. <laughs> well, now, uh, just in a minute, we're going to bring you one of our regular Mercury G.I. fables, a little something starring the Metro-Golden-Mayor somebody, Miss Lana Turner... Plus, the celebrated private Mulva Hill of See Here Private Hargrove, Dr. Keenan Wynn. But first, who's here but Johnny McIntyre? Well, here it is, folks. Sound Man's Holiday, or the case of the cranky crank case. Listen. A car goes limping along the road. The crank case is very low, very low on oil. What little it's got is winter oil, tired out and thin. What it needs is a fill-up of fresh summer mobile oil, the right grade for midsummer driving. Without fresh oil, that car's headed toward a breakdown. But wait, it's not too late. Just ahead looms the sign of the flying red horse. That famous stop where a friendly fellow sells summer mobile oil. And that car's turning in. Yes, that thirsty crankcase is going to get mobile oil. And mobile oil will ward off wear and friction. It will keep the motor clean and running smoothly. Listen. Hear that? That's more like it. Mobile oil is the proper grade for hot and dusty driving day. That car's all set for summer, and it's set to run much better longer. Take the tip and keep your crankcase filled with regular changes of summer mobile oil, the world's largest selling motor oil. You know, nowadays, the Mercury Theater is spending most of its time entertaining servicemen with a magic show, and this gets us around to an awful lot of army camps. Well, in one of them... In one of the camps, just a week or so back, they told us a story. We can't tell you the name of the camp, but we can tell you the story. Maybe you won't believe this story, but we do. We want to. Here it is the way we heard it. You'll decide for yourself what to think about it. Seems a lot of Joes in this camp were chewing the fat on the front porch of the service club. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's weird, that's what it is. Yeah, well, what was it? How did it happen? Well, like I'm telling you, some dumb clock leaves a truck on the hill in back of Barrack C and forgets to put the brakes on. Yeah. Well, the first thing I know, the truck starts rolling. Now, here's a truck rolling down the hill, heading off the road, and it's loaded with shells, mind you. So I closes my eyes and I holds my ears. You know how loud noises disturbs me. Well, after a minute, nothing happens. So I opens my eyes. And there's the truck stopped dead in the middle of the hill and sitting on the ground six inches in front of the truck is Private Holloway. Was he hurt bad? No, it didn't touch him, I tell you. It comes to a stop six inches in back of him. And the truck just stood there, kind of quivering all over. Well, didn't Holloway see it coming? No, no. He was just sitting there looking at a picture of Lana Turner. No wonder the truck was quivering. I'd quiver a little myself. Hey, Schnitzer! Uh, what is it, Sarge? Where's Holloway? In the barracks, looking at Lana Turner's picture. Well, go get him. Oh, no. I ain't going near him. There's something about that guy that ain't kosher. He's looking at that picture. Strange things happen. And he's always looking at it and talking to it. You made me love you. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. You made me love you. And all the time you knew it. I guess you always do it. Oh, gee. Gee, Lana. I never get tired of looking at your picture. All the other guys got 15 or 20 pictures, all different girls. I used to have pictures of all the different movie stars until, until I found your picture. Now I'm ready to settle down. I guess I've always been crazy about you. I'll never forget you in Honky Tonk, where you were married to Clark Gable, and he was always leaving you to play poker. And you cried because you didn't think he was ever coming back. I wasn't so sure he was either. Gosh, how you cried. But at the end of the picture, he did come back, and then I cried. You won't remember this, Lana, but I, I met you once face-to-face on a engine, I did. I was standing outside the canteen. You came rushing out the stage door and bumped into me, right smack into me. You didn't hurt me, though. You thought you did. You looked right at me and said, I'm sorry, and patted me on the cheek. That was a year and a half ago, and I still haven't washed that spot. Then one day I saw your picture on a billboard advertising Swoon Queen Bubble Soap. Well, what's good enough for you is good enough for me, Lana. I borrowed a soup vat from the kitchen and took a bubble bath. Gosh, it was frothy. And just like you said in the ad, Lana, those bubbles sure last, because ever since that day we've been getting soup with a head on it. I don't have to tell you how I'm feeling. The very mention of your name sets my heart reeling. You know you made me love you. Gosh. Gosh, Lana, I wish I could see you again in person. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, Mother always told me that if you wished hard enough for something, it'd come true. But I guess that's just one of those, those fairy stories mothers tell their kids. What makes you say that? Well, after all, when you grow up, you just know that those things are impossible. It just can't happen. And that... <gasps> well, what's the matter? Well, I... You. 
Lana, I mean Miss Turner, here. Well, you wished for me, didn't you? Well, gee, I never dreamed that. Is I mean, a girl here in the barracks. I think it's against the rules. I could get gigged for this. Oh, then you want me to leave? Oh, no, 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 please don't. But maybe I'd better find someplace to hide you. Oh, that isn't necessary. Nobody can see or hear me. Here, let me show you something. Look in that mirror. Can you see me? No, that's strange. I can see me in the mirror. Maybe there's no room for you. Gosh, this may be all a dream. You may not be here at all. Oh, I'm here, all right. I'll prove it to you. Here. Boy, are you here. <laughs> now I don't have to wash either side of my face. Gee, Lana Turner right here in the barracks with me. I haven't been so happy since they showed us Jane Eyre. <laughs> but how did you get here? Where'd you come from? Now, don't ask any questions. There are some things that can't be explained. But my sergeant doesn't like things that can't be explained. <laughs> He wouldn't understand. In fact, there are a lot of things he doesn't understand even after they've been explained to him. Well, now that I'm here, what would you like to do? Are you hungry? I could arrange a big lunch just by snapping my fingers. Steak, french fried potatoes, apple pie... Oh, no, 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 thanks, no. We soldiers prefer K-rations. Well, then, perhaps we can have some fun. I'll drive into town and we can take in a show and... And then go for a moonlight drive through the park. Oh, it's awfully nice of you, Lana, but I couldn't make it tonight. You see, if I stay in camp tonight, I have a chance to hear the articles of war again. I'm sorry, but I, I don't understand you, soldier. Why did you wish for me? Well, I don't know. I just like to, to look at you and talk to you. And, oh. Yeah. Well, all right, then. Let's talk. What would you like to discuss? Girls? Please, there are some things we soldiers don't talk about. <laughs> Lana, I don't like to mention this, but you're beginning to fade a little. I don't see you as well as I did before. Oh, that always happens when I get a little tired. Come to think of it, I'm a little tired, too. What do you say? Let's split a salt tablet. <laughs> no, no, what I need is lunch, and I'm going to have a little right now. Abba <laughs> Hey, where did this turkey come from? Well, now, never mind. Just dig in. Look at that turkey. I'll help myself. Hmm. This turkey leg is wonderful. This must be made from real turkey. Hmm. You better duck. Here comes my sergeant. Look out now. Oh, now, don't worry. He can't see or hear no, me. No, but look out. Here he is. Holloway, I thought I told you. Hey, Holloway. What are you doing with your hands up to your mouth? Be careful what you say. He can't see the tur turkey leg either. Holloway. I said, what are you doing with your hands up to your mouth? I'm playing a harmonica. You what? I'm playing a harmonica, and it's delicious. I mean, it's... it's uh... You're playing a harmonica. Leave us here, you play my old Kentucky home. Well, I can't do it without salt and pepper. Oh, uh, you can't do it. Uh... Now, wait a minute, sad sack. What's going on? Now, please, Sarge, watch your language. There's a lady present. Oh, excuse me, miss. I... Hey, what is this? Oh, now you've let the cat out. You better explain it to him. All right, I will, dear. Well, it's very nice of you, sweetheart. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? Well, sorry, this is kind of hard to explain. You see, to understand that you have to believe in fairy stories. Now, wait a minute, soldier. Smile when you say that. <laughs> wait, Sarge. What I'm trying to say is there's a girl here with me. Oh, hiding a girl in the barracks. No, no, huh? no, no, no. She's standing right here next to me, Sarge. Only you can't see her. Oh, I can't see her. Oh. I suppose she come with the harmonica. Well, yes, in a way, Sarge. Or I might as well introduce it to you, Sarge. This is Lana Turner. Well, I'm glad to know you. I'm Charles Boyer. No, no, Sarge, I know it's hard to believe, but honest, Lana Turner is standing here right next to me. Oh, it's not so hard to believe. Look who's standing next to me. Gypsy Rose Lee. 
Miss Lee, this is Miss Turner, and this is Private Holloway. Why don't we all go up to Miss Muffet's house and sit around on some puffets and eat some curds and whey? Come with me, you G.I. Cinderella. At ease. What is it, Sergeant? I got Private Holloway outside, Lieutenant. I think you better see him. What's the trouble? I think he blew his top. What? Maybe I'd better explain. I walked into our barracks just now, and Holloway has got a harmonica, only I can't see it, and he can't play it because he ain't got no salt and pepper. Just a moment, Sergeant. What was that again? Well, I... Uh... <clears throat> Look, sir, maybe I'd better bring Holloway in. Yes, do that. Right this way, Private. Thank you, Sergeant. I'd better go in with you. Oh, you do, that please. Is, Private. Uh, yes. Oh, he's good-looking, isn't he? Handsomest lieutenant on the post. Mm. Flattery will get you nowhere, soldier. Oh, and he's so cute when he gets mad. Please, you'll get me into a jam. Don't say anything more, honey. What was that? Oh, I wasn't speaking to you, sir. Well, let's hope not. Uh, Lana, can't you do something? Can't you make him understand, please? Oh, I'm sorry, soldier. They can't see me, and I haven't the power to make them see me. Here, let me show you. See? I'm waving my handkerchief right in front of the lieutenant's face. <laughs> Holloway, how long have you been using perfume? Well, you've got me wrong, sir. I never used anything but G.I. soap. G.I. soap never smelt that good. If I'm not mistaken, that's taboo. The sergeant doesn't smell as good as he thinks he does. It happens to be Chanel number five. You're wrong, Sergeant. Chanel number five. He admits it. That settles it. Come on with me. Holloway. All right, Holloway, just sit down and relax. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, you can forget the sir here. Try to think of me as your friend, the doctor. <laughs> Not as an officer. Yes, sir. I mean doctor, sir. You see, Holloway, sometimes when our minds are taxed or strained, we think we see things that don't actually exist. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, if there's anything I can do to help. What do you think you've been seeing, sir? <laughs> No, no, hello. <laughs> I'm afraid you haven't got the idea. I'm talking about you, not me. Now, uh, this vision that you think you've seen... No, no, Doctor, I, I, I thought you'd understand. It wasn't just a vision. It was really Lana Turner. Uh -huh. I know her anywhere with her lovely blonde hair and cool blue eyes and luscious red lips and that perfect figure. Uh -huh. <laughs> there was no mistaking it. Why, she even put her arms around me and kissed me. Uh -huh. Right here. Excuse me, Doc. That's a pencil you're lighting, not a cigarette. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, so it is. You see, Holloway, some of us have delusions. But that's all right. That's all right. The danger is if we believe them. Well, I don't know what you mean, Doc. I was sitting in my barracks looking at this picture of Lana Turner when all of a sudden there she was standing right next to me. Maybe we'd better try the blocks. You see, Holloway, sometimes our imaginations build for us a world that doesn't really exist. What's the matter, soldier? More trouble? Oh, Lana, I'm so glad you showed up. I beg your pardon? Well, I was just talking to Lana. She's here now. Now, 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 Holloway, keep calm. Let's, let's talk this over intelligently. Here, here, have a smoke. No, thanks. I don't smoke pencils. Oh, darn it, I did it again. Now, now, look, son, if you persist in this delusion, this, this, this vision that you claim to see of Lana Turner, you will eventually withdraw completely from the world of reality. Your life will become one long daydream filled with Lana Turner. 
Oh, is that bad? Halloway, there's nothing wrong with you. You're as sane as I am. Saner? Well, there are no ghosts, no spirits. We live in a world of facts, not fancy. Science. Science is a wonderful thing. A plus B equals C. Cause, effect. Now, let me show you. This button on my desk, you see wires run from it to a battery, which is in turn connected with a buzzer. I press the button, the buzzer rings. <laughs> but if I walk away from the desk, if I do not push the buzzer... Now, don't worry, soldier. I'll get you out of this. Does the buzzer ring? Does it? <laughs> does it? That's the trouble with the wires they make today. Short circuits. <laughs> It wasn't a short circuit, Dr. Lana pushed the button. She did nothing of the sort. I must have pressed it myself. I, I often do that without thinking. I, I like to hear the buzzer buzz. It, it sounds pretty. <laughs> doctor. Doctor, I think you need a doctor. You do? I mean, who asked you? Now, now sit down and let's talk this over sensibly. Uh, sensibly. Uh, have a pencil. A cigarette. I mean, now listen to me, Halloway. If your girlfriend is in this room, she's the biggest hunk of nothing I ever saw. Well, I like that. Halloway, you can get five years for this. I wasn't near you, sir. Lana did it. You shouldn't have spoken to her that way. Lana did it. Lana did it. Lana did it. No, no, no. Lana Turner, right here in these here barracks. Think of that. Ah, that's a lot of scuttlebutt. How do you know, Sarge? You know, I read about a thing like that once in a book. Where a guy was nuts about a dame, only couldn't see her because they kept her locked up in a tower with a dragon on guard duty, see? But this guy, he used to think about her so hard that she'd appear in front of him. And if people are crazy enough about each other... Maybe it can happen. After all, love is sometimes a very beautiful and tender emotion. Kiss me. <laughs> oh, cut it out, son. All Holloway does is he holds Lana Turner's picture like this, huh? Then he talks to it and she appears, huh? That's what Holloway says. And I believe him. Well, that's right. You believe that. Tomorrow I'll tell you all about the bees and the flowers. <laughs> Look, Miss Turner, maybe I don't know the right words. Maybe I ain't holding this picture of yours exactly right. But you can overlook that, can't you? If you could just appear right now, I mean, uh, you wouldn't have to stay long. That, that is, uh, I wouldn't hurt you or anything. What I mean is, I'd just like to see you. Honest, Miss Turner. Honest. I believe in fairy stories. Maybe you're here now. Yeah, Miss Turner, could you leave me know it somehow? Hmm? Wouldn't have to be nothing elaborate. Just kiss me on the cheek or something. Go ahead. Miss Turner, you're not cooperating. <laughs> Can't you even say a word to me? Huh? Sergeant. Was that you, dear? Sergeant. Oh, uh, coming, Colonel. <clears throat> What's wrong with everybody today? Where's Captain Peters? He's in his office, sir. Talking to a picture of Hetty Lamar. What's that? I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get him, sir. And ask Private Holloway to step in here. Yes, sir. Holloway! Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is, uh, she yes, still sir. with you, Holloway? Uh, right here next to me. Why? Asked her to wave her handkerchief under my nose again. Would you, Lana? Of Where's... course. There. Did you get it, Sarge? It's heavenly, ain't it? Yeah, isn't it? 
the colonel wants to see you, Holloway. Well, I'll go with you. All right, you go along with me. At ease, Private Holloway. Yes, sir. I, uh, I have a report here that several incidents involving you have upset the routine today. Now, what's the trouble? Are you a malcontent? Oh, no, sir. Are you unhappy here? Would you like to be transferred? Oh, no, 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 sir. I'm very happy. This has been the happiest day of my life, sir. Well, that's awfully sweet of you, so. Oh, no, I mean it, Lana. Every word of it. I beg your pardon. No, no, no. Well, I knew you liked me, but I didn't know you felt this way. Oh, honey, I'm crazy about you. What did you say, Holloway? Oh, excuse me, sir. I'm busy. I've always felt this way about you, Lana. You're busy? I've I've always... You... Oh, you're so sweet. You know that I could just kiss you for that, soldier. I wish you would kiss me. Holloway, do you realize what you're saying? Oh, excuse me, sir. I didn't mean you. Never mind what you meant. And you can unpucker now. Oh, gosh. I seem to be getting you into one jam after another. Oh, I don't mind. It's worth it. What's worth what? What are you talking about? Oh, now I've got to explain it to him. Well, go ahead. I'll try to help. Well, you see, sir, this girl, I'm kind of stuck on her, and I think about her so much that sometimes I talk to her out loud. That's the stuff. Keep punching. All right, I'll keep right on punching. And sometimes when I talk to her like that, it's, it's just like she's really there or here. Come on, I'll keep you know it what I mean? Look, I'll wave my sir? handkerchief under his nose. Well, that's all there is to it, sir. And, of course, I, I don't expect you to believe me, but... Oh, I... but I... I do believe you, Holloway. Hooray! We got him! You do, sir? Yes. You see, Holloway, I too once felt the way you do about a girl. Really, sir? Mm Mm-hmm. Lana Turner. Oh, you darling, you. Uh, Eddie, attention! Fall out! Holloway, Holloway, what was that? Did did you see anything? Well, I did, sir, but I don't think you did. Oh, well, what was it? Uh, Something brushed my face. Here, here, what is this on my cheek? Lipstick? It ain't strawberry jam, sir. <laughs> well, uh, that will be all, Private Holloway. Return to your quarters. Yes, sir. And Holloway. Yes, sir. Uh, Holloway, uh, just between us, I, uh, I don't think we should mention this to anyone. Uh, no, sir. Yeah. Well, I guess that strings everything out. So long, soldier. Oh, do you have to leave now? Oh, please, sir, before she goes, can I have a word with her alone? Oh, why, certainly I'll step outside. <laughs> Gee, he's a right guy. She says you're a right guy, sir. Really? (laughs) You may thank her for me. Gee, I... I just want to thank you, Miss Turner. It's been wonderful. Do you have to leave now? Yes, I do. Will I see you again? Well, that's up to you, soldier. But would you do me a favor before I go? After what you've done for me? Or anything. Just name it. Would you kiss me? Would I kiss you? Favor, she says. I'll say I will. Boy, this is a wonderful army. So long, soldier. So long, Lana. friends, there's a lot of words that rhyme with mile, and every one of them applies to mobile gas. Smile. Will you ever, when you see the mileage that you get from mobile gas? Worth your while. That's mobile gas. It's packed with every wartime mile it's possible to give you. In style, I'll say mobile gas is America's most popular, most asked-for gasoline. Don't you want a gasoline that gives you all the mileage that it did in peacetime? Well, that's mobile gas. The brand that war plant workers, farmers, doctors, salesmen, 
everybody says is mile-worthy. Get it in your car, folks. Mobile gas. It's a ration coupon stretcher. In style, worth your while. You drive with mobile gas and smile. Stop in at the sign of the Flying Red Horse. And, uh, P.S. Ask your mobile gas dealer for a used tax stamp protector. It's free. Guards the used tax stamp on your windshield when it's washed or polished. Have him paste it on. Speak up for one. It's free. All right, now you're going to hear the uh, Mercury All-Star Jazz Combination plus Lud Gluskin's Blue Blowers render a little jive. Now, mind you, please, what you're about to hear isn't precisely jazz, but it's fun for the men who are playing it, and we found that the men out here at the camps like it, too. Also, I like it. So, uh, we hope you share our enthusiasm. Take it, Papa Lud.
I want to thank Colonel James K. Herbert for his help and cooperation. Our show out here, and I'd like to tell you that next week, our guest is none other than that sumptuous personality, Miss Susan Hayward. We hope you'll join us. Until then, my sponsors, the makers of mobile gas and mobile oil, and all of us in the Mercury Theater, remain as always obediently yours. Tune in again. Same time, same station, when the makers of mobile gas and mobile oil bring you Austin Wells with Susan Hayward as his guest. Miss Turner appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of the Technicolor musical Bathing Beauty. Keenan Wynn appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, who this month are celebrating 20 years of motion picture leadership. John McIntyre speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcast.